Well, welcome to the Living United in Central Illinois podcast. I'm Jared Brown, the Director of Resource Development at United Way of Central Illinois, and thank you for joining us for Living United in Central Illinois, our regular podcast sharing both the stories of the programs, people, and organizations creating change in our community, along with how you can get involved. Because after all, we are all better when working together. So today's podcast is a special reunited episode focused on volunteering during your retirement and pre-retirement years. Today we'll share some information on reunited and I'll be joined by Justin Uroff from Senior Services of Central Illinois and Jay Bollinger from Memorial Health System to share more about their organizations and the many diverse volunteer opportunities these great organizations offer. But before they join me today, I wanted to take a moment to thank the sponsor of Living United in Central Illinois. Since opening in our community a little more than 10 years ago, Shields employees and leadership have donated thousands of hours of volunteer time to organizations throughout our community. Whether it's organizing a 5K for charity or participating in our biannual Day of Action, Shields has been an invaluable partner in our community, so please be sure to stop in and thank our sponsor, Shields, for all they do for our community. Now, I want to remind you that you can listen to and subscribe to our audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. In addition, you can subscribe to the video cast of Living United in Central Illinois episodes on YouTube. And if you're having trouble searching for our episodes, just visit our website at springfieldunitedway.org where we'll be posting links to the most up-to-date episodes. So as an employee of United Way, I'm obviously asked quite often, what does United Way do? And in the simplest terms, our United Way does three things. First, we connect people in need to services in our community. We then work with our partners to make sure those services exist. And finally, we connect people like each of you, each of our listeners, to the causes they care about the most. And one way we do that is through a new group we formed within our community called Reunited. So Reunited was formed by a group of our volunteers to provide an outlet for people approaching retirement or already retired to stay involved in the community and connected to each other. So through regularly scheduled social events, educational opportunities, volunteer activities, or or philanthropic events, Reunited offers the opportunity for its members to be involved on their terms without a minimum financial or time commitment. And while we're going to share more about some of our upcoming events and how to join Reunited later on, we're really here to talk about one way to stay involved in your community during retirement, and that's through volunteering. So I remember when a group of our long-term time volunteers and donors had first gotten together to talk about forming Reunited, one of those volunteers told me and made the statement that you can retire from a career but you can't retire from caring. And those words have really become the motto for the group because each of you who's approaching retirement or who has retired has a lifetime of experience, a lifetime of experiences and knowledge that our entire community could benefit from. 
And so while we have some regular group volunteer opportunities put together for our reunited group, we really wanted to invite one of our community partners, Senior Services of Central Illinois, to talk about the importance of senior volunteering and some of the opportunities that they offer within the community. So it's my pleasure to welcome Justin Uroff from Senior Services Central Illinois to the Living United podcast. So Justin, before we begin, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your role with Senior Services. Thanks, Jared, for having me. Um, so I actually uh, started at Senior Services of Central Illinois as a volunteer. So, um, you know, kind of ties into your podcast here. So, um, but my role right now is I'm Director of Development and Director of Illinois Senior Olympics. So kind of two separate roles there. Um, I've been doing that for about five years. And so I, I work a lot with our grantors, such as uh, the United Way and, you know, the reporting and things like that. Um, and uh, I run the Illinois Senior Olympics, which is uh, events for people 50 and over all over Illinois and even from out of state. So um, it's pretty, pretty good time. So, so it, it's, it's unique. You mentioned the, the Senior Olympics. Yeah. Um, and I think that when, when most people think of senior services, mm-hmm. um, they sort of think of senior services in singular terms. So they may think of it as being the senior center mm-hmm. or a particular assistance program mm-hmm. or the senior Olympics. Um, they don't really see everything that the agency does. Um, but you're obviously you know, much more than any single program. And, and part of your work is encouraging retirees to stay active in their community. Um, and you manage what, what we know as the RSVP program. Mm-hmm. So, um, can you tell us what does RSVP stand for and, and what is that program? Yeah, so, so RSVP uh, stands for the Retired and Senior Volunteer Program. And the whole idea of that program is to link volunteers 55 and over with uh, opportunities in the community with either nonprofit organizations or governmental entities. And so, um, yeah, that's what we do. Um, we have a bunch of stations throughout Sangamon. Logan and Menard counties, including our very own senior center where seniors can come and volunteer. Okay, so how, how many volunteers do you, do you guys work with in a typical year? I actually just checked our database yesterday. We have 364 volunteers in the database. Um, not all of those are active volunteers right now. Maybe around half of those are actually actively volunteering uh, right now. But um, yeah, between uh, three and 400 volunteers um, is typically what we reach every year. All right, so, so what, what type of volunteer opportunities do you guys have, have available? Really, there, there's a multitude of them. Um, you know, people can come right to the senior center and volunteer, uh, like we need volunteers with our daily bread congregate sites, you know, just for the seniors who maybe can't get up and get their meal, you know, volunteers can help bring that uh, meal to them and kind of just make sure everybody's doing okay, um, you know, because we like to make it kind of a restaurant style experience for the seniors uh, to make it a little bit nicer. Uh, we have a gift shop at Senior Services that is entirely run by volunteers and um, all the proceeds go right to Senior Services of Central Illinois. So you never know what you're going to find in the gift shop if you've never been in. I uh, really, really suggest you check it out. Um, and then there's other opportunities out in the community with agencies we partner with, like the Animal Protective League. We have people who uh, you know, volunteer to walk dogs and things like that. Um, you know, the 
hospitals. Uh, we have folks who, you know, kind of help transport people from one place to another within the hospital, that sort of thing, whatever, whatever they kind of need volunteers for. So really there, there's a pretty good variety. Wow. So, so one of those opportunities, um, Daily Bread, mm-hmm. unique program. You guys sort of have both your congregate sites and your home delivery. Um, what sort of volunteers ne- volunteer needs do you have with that program? Do you need people at both or how does that work? Yes, we do need people at both. Um, we have seven congregate sites throughout Sangamon and Menard counties. Um, and I kind of already mentioned what the congregate volunteers do, just kind of helping make it a restaurant kind of experience rather than the cafeteria kind of experience uh, for the seniors. But we also need people to uh, volunteer to deliver the meals to the uh, homebound seniors. And that's where we really have the biggest volunteer need. So if someone wanted to help out, um, do they have to make a firm commitment as far as I'm going to do this once a week for a year or is there some flexibility there? We do have some flexibility with folks. Um, Obviously, if you can commit to one day a week for you know, a year or something like that, that is awesome. But um, no, we don't ask anybody to make any kind of commitment like that. Our volunteer coordinators are really great with working with you and uh, making it fit your schedule. So it's, you know, uh, it doesn't become something that you have to get up and do, you know, it's where you have some flexibility because, you know, we, we realize that people are retired and they, they're not looking for a job to do necessarily. All right. Yeah. Um, so one question um, that, that we didn't plan for, but it sort of falls into your role, um, Senior Olympics. Is it taking yeah. place this year? It is. It is taking place this year. Most of our events occur in September in, uh, in uh, the Springfield area. We're going to have actually one event up in the Chicago, or maybe even two events up in the Chicago area. Um, but yeah, most of them occur right here in Springfield, and most of them are run by volunteers and so we always need volunteers for that and RSVP is another really really good source of volunteers and it's uh, you know seniors helping seniors so it's really really kind of a cool thing that that is great mm-hmm. especially this year it's nice to start um, yeah. getting back to normal a little bit mm-hmm. um, so if someone wanted to become involved who who can they call they can just call us at senior services of central illinois our main number is 217 217- Five two eight four zero three five, and um, you could just ask to speak with someone in RSVP, or if you have questions specifically about volunteering for Senior Olympics, you can ask to talk to myself, Justin Uroff. Uh, I'd be happy to answer any questions about that as well. All right, and your guys's website? Yeah, it's www.centralilseniors.org. All right, that sounds great. Well, thank you very much for the time today. Um, we are deeply appreciative. Thank you. You know, one of the things I love about Springfield is how so many organizations work together to support each other. And we heard that in Justin sharing that many of the volunteer opportunities they have through the RSVP program are to fill the needs of organizations, including our communities to nonprofit hospitals. So many people may not realize just how important volunteers are to our local nonprofit hospitals both Hospital Sisters Health System and Memorial Health System rely upon our community of volunteers to deliver the best patient experiences possible. And while they have volunteer opportunities available for just about everyone and really people of all ages, um, it's our our community of retirees and pre-retirees who really make the difference. And so it's my pleasure to welcome Jay Bollinger, 
the Volunteer Services Coordinator at Memorial Health System, to the Living United in Central Illinois podcast. So, Jay, thank you for joining us today. And, and for our listeners, um, tell me, what does a Volunteer Services Coordinator do? Uh, so we coordinate all of the you know volunteer efforts and work here at the, the hospital. Uh, I have a, a colleague um, that sits next to me in our office, and we kind of divvy up the the duties. Uh, I'm in charge of all of the onboarding and recruiting, and Brandy is in charge of the day-to-day schedule uh, and coordinating with uh, department heads and things like that to make sure that um, their needs are being met. Uh, on you know certain units of the hospital and things like that. Nice. So, so what type uh, type of volunteer opportunities exist at Memorial? Uh, we have a wide variety of different opportunities for, uh, like you said, every age. Um, our volunteer program starts at seven or sixteen years old uh, and goes all the way up until I think our oldest volunteer is uh, ninety three. So, uh, some of those are what we call greet and feet. Uh, they're the, the main point of contact at the front of the hospital. So um, that individual uh, greets the uh, visitor coming into the hospital and they uh, will take them to various places within the hospital uh, if they don't know where they're going. Um, friendly conversations to and from. So they're that, that main contact whenever they come into the, the front entrance of the hospital. Uh, Another popular one is escorts. Uh, so our escorts, uh, they help with discharging patients from the hospital, and they also help with flower deliveries and things like that. So they assist, uh, say a unit is getting ready to discharge a patient, they'll call down to the escort room, and then that escort will come up, gather the patient's belongings, and escort the patient down to the front of the hospital to be discharged. And they also help the medical staff uh, with uh, lab runs and uh, medical chart runs and things like that. That's great. Uh, yeah. So, so tell me, um, when, you, when you look at your volunteers, because I know you guys use a ton of them here, um, are majority of them retirees? I would say probably 80% of those uh, individuals are retired. Um, you know, what kind of makes us happy is a lot of those volunteers uh, are retirees from Memorial Health System. So uh, we get quite a few that will retire, take six months off, and then they they miss it so much or they just feel led to give back to the organization. So they come back in the volunteer capacity. Wow. So do, do you have some, I know you talked about a couple of the volunteer opportunities. Are, are there others that are sort of better fitted for for individuals who are approaching retirement or, or yeah, people who so, are retirees? Like I said, we have uh, such a wide variety of different opportunity within the, the health, health system and here at the hospital that uh, we really can cater to the individual and their physical ability. So that's kind of part of our um, onboarding process and interview process as we will sit down with the individual um, and talk to them uh, kind of about what opportunity they're looking for, uh, and then we kind of cater it to, to that. That's great. So, so you talked about the onboarding process. Um, so being a hospital, I know you guys take some extra precautions to protect the privacy and, and obviously the safety of patients. Um, 
while also protecting those volunteers. So tell me a little bit about that onboarding process because it's a little bit different than some organizations where you just show up. It is, yes. Uh, and, you know, safety and, and thing is up our most important, you know, thing here at the hospital. So uh, the individual will fill out an application online. Uh, and once that application is filled out, uh, we receive an email letting us know that we have um, a person of interest. And then we will send them a welcome email with some additional steps uh, to complete. We do require uh, two letters of recommendation and a signed health questionnaire uh, to be signed off on by a physician. Um, those two items typically take the longest to complete, so we always like to have them get those done first. Then once those two items are done, we have the individual come into the office um, and we will sit down and kind of do uh, just a formal kind of interview just to kind of get to know them. Uh, and then we have them fill out some additional paperwork uh, to get their background check completed. And then we also uh, will take them over to admissions and testing to have a drug screen and a TB test completed as well. Uh, and then once all of that's completed, my colleague Brandy uh, will sit down with them and kind of go over their areas of interest based off of their application um, and then set up some trainings with them. Uh, we typically have them trained three times uh, with someone else on the uh, unit that they're working on before we have them start um, on their own. Wow, and, and that right there probably just explained to everyone what a volunteer services coordinator does. <laughs> yes, there are a lot of, uh, a lot of I's to dot and T's to cross, so. So if, if someone was interested in volunteering, um, do they have to make a firm commitment or is there some flexibility there? They do not. Uh, we have some volunteers that like a more consistent uh, schedule where they know, okay, I'm coming and working or volunteering Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, we also have volunteers that like to be more flexible or on call. Uh, so, like I said, we have enough opportunity here at the hospital to where we can kind of cater to that individual um, based off of their needs. And, and based off the hospital's needs Correct. if they're on call. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you guys do? Any special recognition for your volunteers or? Any, yeah, any yeah. perks or benefits? We uh, we give out service pins uh, in increments of five years. So we they get uh, a service pin after their first year of service and then every five years after that. Um, and then we also do a quarterly anniversary celebration uh, where we will have, uh, we'll welcome all of the volunteers over to the uh, learning center for uh, cookies and punch and we will recognize those volunteers that have celebrated anniversaries within that quarter. Uh, and then we also uh, have a learning uh, kind of experience in that as well, where we might uh, educate them on things that are happening around the hospital and things like that. And then we also do our yearly appreciation dinner, which is held offsite. And uh, it's a formal dinner. Uh, we hand out awards. Um, and we usually have system leadership that will come and speak at the event um, and it's welcome to everybody. So uh, those are a, a few of the things that we do to you know, thank them for their service because um, 
Memorial loves our volunteers and we, we really wouldn't be able to do it without them. Uh, speaking to the nursing staff, you know, during all of the COVID pandemic and things like that, when, whenever this first came around and we had to let volunteers go for a short period of time due to COVID, uh, just speaking to the nursing staff, it, it they really care about the volunteers and, and they don't realize how much they do until they're gone. Until and they're so, gone. so whenever we, whenever we were able to bring volunteers back, uh, it, it took a huge weight off of everybody's shoulders. Uh, and we couldn't be happier to have them, have them back. Right. And, and so, um, even, you know, I know as the pandemic progresses, there may be times when there are some visitor restrictions in place, but you guys still have your volunteers here. We do. That, so we those do. opportunities still exist. Yep. For and like I said, safety is first and foremost. So, and, and they're volunteering their time. So yep. if, if they don't feel comfortable, uh, no pressure, you know, come back and let us know when, when you feel safe to come back and we'll open you up with, with welcoming arms. Absolutely. And it, and it is absolutely wonderful um, just to have those extra opportunities right now. Yeah. Um, so if someone did want to become involved, where do they go? Who do they call? Yeah, so they can uh, contact me. Uh, my number is uh, 217-788-4600, uh, or they can go to choosememorial.org backslash volunteer uh, and click on any one of the affiliate hospitals and fill out an application there, and then I will get in contact with them. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Jay. Um, yeah, thanks I, for I having really me. do appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Now, while Memorial Health System and Senior Services are two wonderful organizations with a variety of meaningful volunteer opportunities to fit every person's interests, it's important to remember that there are organizations throughout our community with their own unique volunteer needs. And part of our goal with Reunited is to help introduce its members to a variety of new and exciting experiences. So as I mentioned earlier in the episode, we couldn't be happier than to finally have the opportunity to introduce Reunited to our community. It was nearly two years ago when we first brought together a group of volunteers and donors to lay out Reunited. And just a week before our planned introduction last year, the pandemic reached our shores and unfortunately we had to delay those plans. But now we're ready to rock and roll. And so I invite you to visit springfieldunitedway.org backslash reunited to check out the calendar of upcoming events we have planned for this fall. Starting this month in September, we'll have a special day of action, Monster Bookmarks volunteer project for, Re for reunited members. With both an in-person volunteer opportunity and a remote option, it's a great way for reunited members to have some fun while brightening the day of a local elementary school student. We'll be following up our Day of Action event with an educational event on maximizing your charitable giving during the month of November. Um, and we'll also have at the same time a Holiday Cards for Seniors volunteer opportunity um, running throughout November and December for reunited members. So we certainly hope that you'll consider joining us at that time. Plus, once you sign up for a reunited event or volunteer opportunity, be sure to pick up your exclusive red Live United shirt just for our reunited members. So thank you again for joining us for this episode of Living United in Central Illinois. 
and thank you to Shields for sponsoring this episode of Living United. And as we head into the fall, now's the perfect time to stop by Gina's Cafe at Shields and grab a cup of their limited time caramel apple spice frappe, pumpkin spice latte, or caramel apple cider. So as always, please be sure to subscribe to our audio podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And check out and subscribe to the United Way of Central Illinois YouTube channel for videocasts of Living United episodes. You can also visit our website, www.springfieldunitedway.org, to get involved. So once again, I'm Jared Brown, the Director of Resource Development at United Way, and on behalf of our staff, have a great week. And remember that great things happen when we live united.